Welcome to Now Try This, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus, and that's Nick. I'm Nick! Oh my god, Marcus! I want you to know I put the Twitch on top of my face so I didn't have to watch my face on uh-huh. the stream share. Guess whose face is on the Twitch? It's your face, baby! <laughs> it's fine, I gotta move it again. Guys, this is Now Try This. Two best friends, that's me and Marcus. Try things, <laughs> that's the media we enjoy. That's right, we take things that we love, things that we're obsessed about, things that we cannot get over, and we try them. I'm gonna keep vamping as Marcus fixes his audio and figures out how to fix that. But guys, this is a special episode, because once a month, we do a special episode. Why is it special? Because you power and fund the podcast. That's right. Patreon.com slash now try this cast. And when you join for $5, you get to make suggestions on what we do every month. And then everyone who donates just a dollar gets to vote on that suggestion. And you all have spoken. And today's episode is Army of Darkness. But Marcus, that's not the only reason that this is a special episode, because this is the beginning of October. And what does that mean? Uh, beginning of October is the start of Spooky Boys Month. It's what we've been calling it for years now. But Nick has a different name every episode. And I'm very excited to see what it is this episode. Spooky. And for the whole S- month S-thesaurus. of October, we do spooky, scary challenges. And so we wanted to bring you guys in on that. And you guys came through with Army of Darkness. And guys, if you just can't get enough of spine-chilling, icicle-brained, fucking scare tactics month, then we started early, and you can check out our last episode where we did the new movie, Barbarian. Spoiler alert, we are obsessed. If you haven't watched the movie, go watch the movie. And if you also haven't watched the movie, just listen to our podcast. That's also cool. But go to patreon.com slash cast so you guys can influence the trust. And don't worry. We do spooky stuff not just in October. You can suggest that shit whenever you want. So if you're here just for the spooks, then you can still make us watch scary stuff all the time. If you didn't know, if this is your first time here, Marcus is obsessed with scary movies. I'm mid. (laughs) Love it. I love it. I would say this. Also, the opposite is true. If you, I, I do, I am not (laughs) here for it. I'm not here for scary stuff. I don't want scary stuff. We don't do scary stuff all the time. To give us give us what you like that's what we care about something you like and you want other people to try so you can talk about it marcus why are you being so political fuck you guys give us scary shit i only want to see scary shit in the patreon if you ever give me some non-scary shit i'm gonna throw it in the garbage because this this right here this is the eerie incandescent month of october october that is that eight times the scares times the thrills and the 10th month in the year <laughs> wow nick that's that's I good i like that one that's good i liked it i thought you were going to start rapping for some reason i don't know why there was a cadence to probably, what you were saying probably never mind <laughs> <laughs> probably just because i am apt to rap guys if you want to hear me rap more on the podcast let us know on our patreon message us mm-hmm. if you want me to never do it again also do that we'll we're gonna start we're gonna start <laughs> rap battling other uh twitch streamers i think yeah, marcus i just sent you a message on facebook messenger can you read it and tell me the answer and then i will move on to our next topic 
okay. if you just read that and let me know the answer sure. to that question uh -huh. i have sent you and it is there okay and you will answer the question now yes <laughs> damn it i'm sorry okay well fine i well i thought so guys <sighs> lifting up the veil of the podcast this is one of my favorite times of the year but it is one of the hardest times of the year because i actually really like horror movies i would say i'm a fan more than the average person but marcus is like whatever the weeb equivalent for horror <laughs> movies he's that so he's seen everything i just shot off last week like five or six scary movies that i've seen mm -hmm. in the, that are like newer that i've really enjoyed like happy death day and escape room and like he's a uh uh uh, ready or not movies that i've seen in the last couple of years that i was like i genuinely like these movies and marcus like seen it seen it seen it seen it and i just thought of one that i saw last year that i really enjoyed cost called last night in soho and i was like oh you know what he might have missed that one because that was a little mainstream and marcus isn't a mainstream boy <laughs> that's fair but he's seen it i have so. seen it i mean my defense i didn't choose to watch it but i did enjoy Who it made you watch that it was good darren i think Fuck you, Darren. You're, you're dead to me. You ruined it. That was my one chance. That was my one chance and you ruined it. He wasn't going to watch it because it looks like a girl movie. No, that's not why. What? You put it words no, on. No, tell the truth. I was tell probably going to watch it. I liked it. But she, she pushed Darren, for you it and a little I bit really, more. She said in the chat, Darren, we really do have similar tastes. In a lot you of do, things. honestly. Maybe that's why Marcus loves us both equally in the same amount. And there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no thing separating the two of us in Marcus's life. I expect to own a home with Marcus in the next year. That's that what I'm waiting nice. for. I, I don't need to be first, but I'm waiting for my house. That's all I'm saying, Marcus. Uh, okay. Well, since Marcus has seen all these movies, I'm going to do something that might be a little risky. Okay. But I'm going to choose a movie that is brand new okay. that neither one of us have seen that I've been stoked for for honestly like 2 years as maybe longer that they've been, it's been development. We're going to go watch Don't Worry Darling. The new Olivia Wilde directed Florence Pugh starring Harry Styles starring movie in theaters now. We will watch that and review it next week. Don't Worry Darling. I thought you were going to say Smile. That might be good, but it looks like just a works version of It Follows. Maybe. Like, ima like imagine It Follows without the sex. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, it Follows is mainly about sex. You don't know that they don't fucking smile. Where's the smile come from? Uh, Comes from fucking. I'm pretty sure it's it's like a sex demon just like It Follows. Yo, for real talk, It Follows is a great movie. Great I movie. did not like It Follows, oh, which is a hot uh, take. It's too, too mainstream for you. Too mainstream. Honestly, yeah, maybe that's what it was. I had high <laughs> expectations when I went into it. Everyone was talking about yeah. how great it was. And I was like, okay, that was fine. Uh, I dimmed my lights to be spookier. Am I too dark? Do I need to up it a little? You could somehow up your face light. How about that? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. How's that? That was pretty good. Is that, is that, you look, is that you look a little pale, but you look good. The background looks oh, great. How about that? <laughs> oh, that that's better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get some color in there. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I got a fucking orange thing on there. Okay. Yeah. So next week, don't worry, darling. This week, you're joining the Patreon. Next month, you're influencing our tribe. Marcus, what are we doing today? Next this week, we're doing Army of Darkness, a 1992 film that was a sequel to Evil Dead and the third in the <laughs> Evil Dead franchise. I have a lot of... I, so I want to be clear. I loved I loved this movie as a kid. It came out in 1992. Yeah. I watched yeah. it sometime later when it was on VHS. Absolutely, yeah. I've loved this movie for most of my life. I've watched it, you know, a few times. 
And so I decided to, for this watch, to watch a documentary about the making of Evil Dead alongside with rewatching the movie again. I love that. You're going to come out with the facts. I will have some additional information, so I might stop to if I have something relevant to say about the the behind the scenes action of the film. But I did want to say that, Marcus, this might actually be a good episode of the podcast. It wow, that's be. good for good job. Yeah, good you job. See that? And this I, is what we do for our patrons. You join the Patreon. I, know. I went above and beyond. I watched a whole extra Marcus, thing. I didn't so have did to. I. So did I. I also went above and beyond for the patrons because I did not just watch Army of Darkness. I had never seen Evil Dead 2. So I had seen Evil Dead back in the day. So I saw Evil Dead 2 and then I watched Army of Darkness. I also went above and beyond and I regret it immensely because I'm pretty <laughs> sure watching Evil Dead 2 had really, really influenced my watching of Army of Darkness. I, not for the positive. I want to talk about both of it. I want to talk about both of We things. will. Yeah. From the do- but I will already grab documentary knowledge. Go for it. Sam Raimi. And now that you've seen you've seen all three right now. Yeah. Now that yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah. all three, I want to get your take on what he said. Sam oh, you're going to make me fucking blow a gasket <laughs> right now because I'm fucking ready. Go for it. Answer Sam the question. Raimi said Evil Dead 1 is a horror movie. Evil uh-huh. Dead 2 is a comedy. And Evil Dead 3 is an adventure film. What do you think about that? Having watched all three now? I mean, that's kind of right. <laughs> it's kind of like, right. It's kind of right. It's kind of yeah. right. But like, that's not how you make movies <laughs> so so just for the our lovely fans who are here listening that have not really divulged themselves in the evil dead mythos evil dead come out came out campy fucking b horror movie and mm-hmm. people laughed and as the story goes sam raimi says it was intentional and as us real fans know the truth is he made that movie and he's like oh shit i fucked up well, okay, let me lean in, and he's uh, never stopped. <laughs> that's fair. Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 makes no sense to me as a movie. It makes no sense to me okay. from beginning to end. I don't under- understand its existence. I don't understand why it exists. If yeah. you take Evil Dead 2 out of the canon and just have Evil Dead and an Army of Darkness, I think it makes more sense than Evil Dead 2 being in there. Now, Evil Dead 2, I feel like we... I don't know. I thought we did Evil Dead 2 for the podcast. Maybe not. But I I feel like uh, Evil Dead 2, from what I remember, is a half kind of remake of the first one. Marcus, gosh, I I am going to go on my uh, barstool here because you haven't seen it in a minute and it'll all be me here for a second. Marcus, Evil 2 makes no goddamn sense. What do you they mean? take Bruce Campbell. Uh huh. They take Bruce Campbell. They take the Necronomicon. They take the Deadites, which I, I'm pretty sure weren't Deadites at the time. I don't think this was like some Bible in Sam Raimi's head that he was going through. And the movie starts with Bruce Campbell, Ash, and his girlfriend going to a abandoned cabin to fuck. Okay. And then they play a tape recorder that plays some old man that found the Necronomicon, yeah. and he says the thing, and then. She, his girlfriend dies, and then it's Ash running away from the demons the entire movie. The only other people to show up are four other people, mm-hmm. and one of them is the daughter of that guy who went to find out what happened to them. Yeah, yeah. Two of them are random people they gave money to to, like, ex- escort them to the cabin. Mm-hmm. They have no connection to Ash. All of the, the things that happened in the first film, completely negated. They mm-hmm. don't exist in the canon of Evil Dead. Evil Dead 1 didn't happen. And the only reason that Evil Dead 2, 
I would say canonically did happen is because at the end of that film is almost a la a post credit stinger is Ash going to the past, which is the beginning of Army of Darkness, which, by the way, at the beginning of this film, they completely redo and they negate how it even happened. But regardless, that is how that movie ends. Speaking so, of when Sam Raimi scene. made the Evil Dead 2, he just deleted Evil Dead, which is, yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. a good movie. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Evil Dead 2 completely negates Evil Dead 1 in a way that's like, ah, actually, here's what we meant to do. <laughs> yeah which is strange it's a strange so when people say the third installment in the evil dead franchise it's like no no this is confusing you're doing more halloween technically it's like halloween (laughs) and then halloween comes again and it's called halloween yeah and then it's halloween again and then halloween ends but then we're ignoring h2o and then we're ignoring halloween Mm -hmm. too yeah yeah Yeah. sorry I, i i get that i really loved evil dead 2 and i love i do love army of darkness I, I you might Marcus, have hated oh. it, but I do love it. It's fun. So back to the the scene thing that you mentioned. Just to like I'm gonna yeah. keep dropping little Please. like behind the scenes. I like things. this. One so, of us is supposed to be an expert. That's how we're supposed to do. This that's show. fair. <laughs> yeah. So in that last scene, for where the car falls from the sky and Ash is sent to the like Middle Ages, they had filmed it in Evil Dead Two. You saw it. And then Evil for Army of Darkness, they reshot the scene, redid it, tried doing it with like a big, bigger budget, more time frame and everything like that. And they fucked it up badly. And they were like, it looks terrible. It looks like dog shit. And so they ended up just after spending a lot of money and time reshooting the car falling from the sky, ash falling from the sky. They just ended up reusing the footage from Evil Dead 2 that they had of that scene. That's crazy <laughs> because that's also crazy because Evil Dead 2 completely changed how it happened. I'm sorry, Army of Darkness completely changed how it happened. Yeah, Evil yeah, Dead yeah. 2, he shows up like a badass. He shows he up, he's fucking, he's been fighting fucking Deadites for a day and a half. Mm-hmm. And he's like not taking anyone's shit. And then a uh, fucking Deadite comes, he shoots in the face, and then he's like, ah! And it's like, and everyone says, hail, hail! And it's like, yeah. cool. And then an Army of Darkness starts off, and right away, Army of Darkness is a fucking Monty Python sketch. The I whole movie. I agree a little bit. It's, I feel like it's a little bit even more... Hold on, I gotta refocus my... It's a little bit more slapstick than Monty Python, maybe, even. I don't know. But it's just Monty like, Python's just it's Robin Hood men in tights. Monty Python, mm-hmm. fucking um, what's what's the guy that made the producers? Um, and Young Frankenstein. Um, uh, uh, uh Mark Blazing Brooks. Saddles, kind of yeah, yeah, Max yeah. Brooks, but Mark whatever his name is, Brooks. Um, yeah, it's that realm. I totally know what you mean. It's like yeah. Mel Brooks. It's a little Mel Brooks. Thank you so thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's it's slapsticky. It's it's campy. It's silly, but like those films whether they're your type of movies or not Mm -hmm. i feel like you can't like deny they're like written well yeah like they might not be your kind of comedy yeah but you can read those films and look at them and be like oh like uh like a writer a craftsman Mm -hmm. of this art has Mm -hmm. tried to like young frankenstein has a lot of shitty random jokes but some of them i'm like oh i see that yeah army of darkness was lacking that (laughs) a lot i okay here's some more information here's some more information I disagree with you entirely. I think Please. that it was well crafted, but here's what happened uh-huh. behind the scenes. Oh, oh, okay. Please. So Army of Darkness 
uh, Sam Raimi went into it and like really, I mean, just in, in terms of overall production, he was really like f everyone loved him. Everyone loved working with him. He was really fun, but he really pushed the cast and crew pretty hard to get things yeah. done, mainly because of like budgetary constraints and the in Evil Dead 2 in Army of Darkness and yeah, the Army producers. So mm. apparently there was like I forgot the guy's name, but this piece of shit producer man who uh -huh. was just like uh, uh, who decided to recut the movie hard. He cut the movie hard. So when when it was time to edit, he was like, take this scene out, take this scene out, take this scene out. And they're like, but it doesn't make sense anymore if you take these scenes out. And he was like, it's my money. Take the scenes out. And so like oh, it was this whole big issue. And on top of that, mm -hmm. that man was suing, I think, Universal Studios, who was publishing the film. And so they had kind of a lawsuit. The guy in the lawsuit, the rights to this movie ended up being given over to Universal, who then watched that edit of the film and said, and no, we have to edit it again. Holy shit. So then it had like two layers of like, Cuts and cuts and cuts and edits and cuts and cuts. That's why the Blu-ray has three versions of the movie? Yeah, so much so that there are oh. so many different versions of the movie out there that exist because of all of the hands that this ended up being passed through. I wonder which one I watched. I have no That's idea. I, I don't even know which one I watched. <laughs> I, I think just watched I watched whatever the, one was on Voodoo. Theatrical release, maybe. I think so, too. But That's like, so, so yeah, interesting because what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, there was a scene at the end of the movie where they give him a potion. I don't know which version yeah. you watched. They give him a potion. One. He yeah. rides off. And then it's yeah. just again in the time. He's just in modern times in the, in the yeah, yeah, shopping yeah. That's store. That's what I watched. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to happen at all. The, so the whole final that scene? That whole scene was like they had to they, – after they made the movie and were done with the movie, they made them film a new scene. <laughs> Well, they do that a lot nowadays, which is wild. Yeah. So they had finished and they were testing oh it in audi with audiences already. And audiences hated the original ending so much that they ended up having to refilm a whole new ending, which is the S-Smart ending I kinda scene like, that you got. I, I kind of like that ending. But here, here's what the original ending was. The original oh, ending it, to oh, We Army didn't even see Darkness, it. It didn't just end right there. It, it does. Oh. Yeah, you can find it online because they filmed sure, sure. it. But the original ending, he drinks the potion, falls asleep. Rip Van Winkle style sleeps too long and ends up in a future where the deadites have taken over. And the plan for the next film was to have him team up with a bunch of robots to fight the deadites <laughs> in the future. That sounds dope. Doesn't that, that sound cool? That sounds so dope. Marcus, there's so many things about this movie. It, it's not it's not a bad movie. I think that my biggest gripes with it is I don't think it's aged well. I think I needed to have watched this at seven years old. That's fair. Like you. Yeah. 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 If I watched this as a kid when I was 10, I would have thought it was great. Now, as mm -hmm. a 32 year old watching this 30 year old film, I'm like, wow, there are a lot of stupid problems in this movie because yeah. there are some moments that I was laughing out loud and I literally would describe them as brilliant. Mm hmm. But there was so much of the movie that just felt bad. Yeah. In the same way of all I can think of was Saturday morning cartoons. And I don't mean Saturday morning cartoons. I meant Saturday morning cartoons live action. So like Hercules and uh, Xena and okay. like, and like Sam Raimi related where we're stuff. Like, 
I, yeah, where, where you watch it like he's there's so many moments of this film that are like adventure for the sake of adventure, like talking about magical things, traveling from here to here, quest things that I was like, this is a bad part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like if today a really good writer got a hold of this, they would do that. Like it's it's not even McGuffany. McGuffany would have been better. But like the whole third act of this film, I don't think makes any sense. It makes no sense. It's not justified at all. It's like maybe because they named it Army of Darkness, they needed to have armies in the end. But like, there's so many moments. <laughs> why of brilliance was there in this a movie. big I, army battle? Why did we? Why did we fight? Why did <laughs> Old Man Rhyme in the chest? Did you leave Mystic Knights of Nair Nog alone? You liked? Hold on, we're about to fight. We're about to fight. You liked the so why? Okay. You know, you know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all over the <laughs> yeah, place. I'm waiting. What's happening? <laughs> the end of this movie completely solidifies the fact that this universe has no rules. And I'm not saying you can't be cartoony. Like when Bruce Campbell's face went like this and he went like this to fix yeah, yeah. it. I'm there for it. That's funny. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, that's a part of the world. I get it. Mm-hmm. But like when he's fighting these things in the cabin, it's fucking brutal. When he's fighting these things at the beginning, it's fucking brutal. When he's fighting these things in the cabin in the middle of Armony Darkness, it's fucking brutal. Mm-hmm. The last third of this movie, it's just some walking skeletons. They can't do anything. There's no fucking demons. There's no possession. There's no fucking yeah. magic. There's no fucking anything. They walked around. It was. It looked like a like a Playmobil knights versus skeleton <laughs> child playing with this game against the two. Yeah. No powers. No skills. And I'll even forgive the fact that Ash became an action hero that was better than anybody when he's a store clerk. And in Evil Dead 2, it was a bias bootstraps thing. Like, he barely fucking held mm-hmm. on. He did some cool shit, but, like, it was lucky. And the beginning of this film was, too. He was, like, doing some luck, and he had a gun. So it was like, okay. But the last part of this, he literally does a flip. Yeah, he does a flip. It was pretty cool. <laughs> when did he learn how to do a backflip? There was a lot of flips in the movie, to be fair. I it's, don't know. Our boy deserved a couple flips. The act didn't work for me. I could see what you're saying. I feel like in terms of my opinion of the third act, I think that I it is the weakest part of the film for me. I think I'm sure. I'm kind of like I really did enjoy it up until the third act. And then I think the third act, a lot of footage of skeletons exploding. And you can like yeah. production quality wise, I think it was doing a lot for the time. For the time. Yeah, yeah, for the time, I think it was great. It's for the budget and stuff like that. I feel like it did what it could have, but it was like too much of the repetitive footage and not enough action. And I think for me, not to compare it to Lord of the Rings necessarily, but in a big yeah. action sequence, the focus of the battle is usually of several different fights happening at the same Mm -hmm. time to kind of like give you the picture of the scope of the battle that's happening and i feel like with this i feel like we never got a proper scope of like how big the army was necessarily and the progress that like bruce campbell was making and then the other warriors also it would have been nice to see a couple of them like the the sir arthur and the king henry guy or henry the red or whatever like we got to see them fight a little bit more and like yeah. have to tackle a few harder enemies. 
sometimes you, you have like thing where there was some there was some page that was obsessed with ash right throughout the film yeah and then he like leaves them something and then we see the the page fights them exactly. like it was missing yeah. those things it was, there was missing, no b characters exactly a little bit of b none. characters shining yeah. in that scene you know it was just ash fighting a lot and it got boring and repetitive yeah, it did also I think that's all true, but I think what really killed it for me was I just came off of Evil Dead 2, and I also, I've watched just the first season of Ash versus Evil Dead, which we can talk more about, but I'm a huge fan of that show. I think that show nails it, mm -hmm. but in that show and in Evil Dead 2, the Necronomicon, the Deadites, it has this air of like fucking of hell yeah of fucking like things that we could never understand this this immense amount of power that is trying to slip into our world that will destroy it mm -hmm. but army of darkness gives a name and a face to the guy who owns the book yeah and he's just a one of these guys he's just a it's my book i go i'm gonna oh you stink oh man it's pretty good. pissing me off evil evil ash right that's that's this guy i thought it was gonna be ash it is and that was the only what do you mean that maybe i'm wrong but the 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 guy that ash is fighting the whole movie is ash yeah that's that's what you're talking about no the skeleton guy who said it was his book at the end that was the general to the army that was ash what wait what what are you who he are you got, talking he came about out of the ground he got like resurrect oh no he's like a he's yeah, like a fucking ash. medieval it's general ash. ash maybe you watched a different version but ash fights he all the little minions come out right then he gets the double head thing. He splits into another version of himself. They fight. He kills that version, buries it. Remember the face is burnt or whatever. That's why his face looks like that. And then that version of him comes to life again. Once the Necronomicon come, it, once he grabs the Necronomicon, because he recited oh. the words wrong. And so it's Ash versus evil Ash, the whole movie. I mean, for the third act. Of wow, the movie. you're totally right. And that needed to be way clearer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then my gripe is different because that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> my gripe is a little different. I was sitting here because I was so confused. Like <laughs> I was so confused because it seemed like Ash, and I thought that was going to be the reveal, and they never revealed it, but I just missed it the connection that it was Ash. Yes. I think either A, it needed to look more like him, so I wasn't confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or B, like, I still needed more like pathos for it. Like I still needed more like he was just a yeah. evil. I'm now I'm looking pictures and you look up Ash. This is Ash. It was totally yeah. him. Yeah, yeah I yeah, totally yeah. missed that. Yeah, I totally missed that. No, even well, Darren okay. said in chat, you blink and you miss it. It was so quick. He comes oh, out without making the connection. Like if you look away for a second, you don't yeah. see him coming out of the same place where he buried him. You just see a yeah. hand coming out of the ground or whatever. You know, you know what? I like that. Okay, I like that it's Ash. I don't mm -hmm. like, I still, all my problems are the same for the third act, but if you fix all those problems and it's Ash versus the evil version of himself because he said the words wrong, I think that's interesting and good. Yeah. Because I think a yeah. big, um, from this all the way till the TV show, a big, a big theme is Ash is a fucking idiot and everything's his fault. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Especially <laughs> in the TV show, they really like 
ride that home tv show they make him way dumber in the yeah more dumb in the tv show which fun fact they didn't have i didn't know this they didn't have any of the rights to the army of darkness stuff probably because all the stuff you Mm -hmm. said for the first season of ash wow Uh, and so so they didn't cover that stuff until the second third season oh that's really interesting yeah yeah i watched the first two seasons i think maybe Maybe it was just the first season, but I liked that show a lot. It got canceled, unfortunately. The only reason you didn't finish it is because it was on a weird channel, right? It was on Stars, yeah, which they yeah. liked because it gave them a lot of freedom. And they were like, we're not going to like get in your way with anything. But no one was able to watch it. No one it. watched it. Yeah. It was on Stars. It had a resurgence on yeah. Netflix, but they didn't like, I guess, not enough people watched I, it to bring That's it on when I season. started watching it again. Yeah. I had watched, I think, with you the first couple episodes, mm-hmm. and then I didn't watch it. And I watched the first season on Netflix. Yeah. And then I just got busy. Yeah, I think I think honestly, I think that was right before the sh- our show came back. So now I just that's true. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a good but, it was a good show. It's a good production. Well, let's talk about it real quick. So years later, they there was a remake. There was talk about a sequel, but instead they made a TV show with Bruce Campbell coming back. I think that show understands completely what is cool and interesting and good about yeah. this. Yeah, and that show has pathos. It has characters. It has themes. Mm-hmm. It has a message. Whereas I think Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi is just having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I think with Army of Darkness, he was just having fun, which is fine. You're allowed to yeah. have fun as a director, but it, it it bombed in the box office. I think according yeah. to the documentary, they said it cost like fourteen or thirteen million, and it made exactly that. So it was like kind of a wash. Army of Darkness, yeah. That's no, what they you're said. Wrong. It was, it was, um, it was I, look, I'm telling you exactly what they said in the documentary. Oh, sure. That's what they said. But, in the no, documentary. the budget was 11 and it made 21. Maybe in DVD sales or something like that later, you know, who knows? Oh, I, the, it, it, it cost 11 and it made 11 in the U S maybe there that's, you how go. They, maybe that's they what they were talking that. about. Yeah. Maybe it should maybe they thought it would be. Yeah. Maybe it needed to be more to have a sequel. Is, yeah. Is really but what's it going on. Basically but. kind of bombed in terms of like that. And then and reviews, you know, people hated it at the time. People didn't understand it. But now it's a cult movie. People but now it's a cult it movie just, and everyone loves it. Yeah. Which is yeah. good. But also one more thing about sort of like people get, getting in the way of the film. When he shot the film, he was aiming for a PG-13 rating. What was it rated? It's rated R, but when they went to the ratings board, the ratings board had originally tried to make it an NC-17 movie. Whoa. Yeah. From what? Exactly. So it was this whole back and forth battle with the ratings board because apparently the ratings board had a vendetta against Sam Raimi for Evil Dead because apparently like they didn't rate it high enough or they thought it was too graphic for the rating it ended up getting. I don't know what happened, but they had some kind of weird vendetta against Sam Raimi and they took it out on him in this film. And so they they then had to go in and like make edits and stuff like that and then show them again. But when you when the board tells you that you're getting a certain rating, you can appeal it and ask why. And they were saying they were like, we asked them why. And they literally said nothing. They said we can't. They said it's they said apparently they said the the whole vibe. They were like, it's the whole film together as a culmination that makes it NC-17. That's wild. I only know about that because Kevin Smith always goes through that. And he's talked about it on his podcast. Yeah. A lot of his films were NC-17 and he's went and successfully fought like three or four times. Yeah. With his rating. 
Uh, and then I remember him talking about Clerks 2 and it got like a NC-17 or R rating and he went in and he was ready to fight. And when he got there, they were so used to him coming. They're like, no, you're right. This is PG-13. <laughs> like he didn't have to say anything. And he was like, oh. Well, you don't want to see my evidence? And they're like, nah, you're good. Yeah, so I don't know what it is with them. I feel like they just get vendettas. They get angry. Oh, yeah, it's very political. I mean, Spielberg, if this was his movie, he would have got a PG rating. Yeah, exactly. Very famously, Spielberg is Spielberg. And when he made Poltergeist, it's PG. That's crazy. Poltergeist is a fucking... That movie's way scarier than this fucking Uh movie. That movie will give you nightmares. It'll fuck you up. And it's PG. This movie, I think, should have been PG. 13, maybe. PG-13, for sure. Is a push. There's a, there's some blood because and demons, but there's not like nudity or anything. Demons. They barely yeah, it's curse. A little, it's a little graphic. There's um gore and graphic details yeah. is like yeah, why yeah. it would. But definitely you know, not. I mean, the fucking NC-17. An eye comes out of his shoulder. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But yeah, so they ended up fighting and appealing and got an R rating. And then Sam mm-hmm. Raimi was pissed because he was like, if it was going to get an R rating anyway, I would have like made the movie I wanted to like really make. I would have like gone the places I wanted to go. But like yeah. trying to make a mainstream movie, you know, this this was his first sort of like mainstream film after Darkman or whatever that weird superhero-esque movie is that he made. So because of that, that allowed him to make this movie. And so he kind of just had that like, you know, making a movie for Hollywood versus making an indie movie like Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, Old Man Rom just said in the chat, Poltergeist was 82, though, like 1982. Like, I don't know what the year has to do with it. The rating system was always there. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm, I might hey, listen. I tell anecdotes on this podcast all the time from some random thing. <laughs> you know what? Old Man Rom, you're wrong. I'm right. It's my podcast. So oh, he's saying they used to have nudity in back in 82. PG. They had titties on back, everything. All the way back in 82. All the way back. No, you might be right. It, they, it was definitely more lenient, but I also am pretty. Uh, Google it. I could be wrong, but I'm also pretty sure you got a PG because it was Spielberg. Watch. Mm. I'm not even right that Spielberg made that movie. <laughs> he had something to do with it. I yeah, swear to God. Definitely I'm not making this up. He had something to do with it. Uh, Older, right. Go play find favorites. the article I read when I was 10 years old that gave me that information to figure out mm-hmm. why I'm correct. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. Uh, but um, really quickly, I, I do want to ask, can you explain to me why people like Evil Dead 2 more and why it, it's so popular and why you like it more than Evil Dead? You've said that. I think, right? Mm-hmm. God, I didn't like it at all. You didn't like Evil Dead 2 at all? No. I feel like I liked Evil... Oh, man. I don't know. I feel like I rewatched them not that long ago. And I, I might Arms be on cool, the same. But... But, but Evil Dead 2, I think, is it, it scratches that sort of itch. Like, yeah. not like Barbarian in terms of like how good it was, but in terms of Barbarian where it like balanced the comedy and the horror element a little bit. Yeah. And it was just a fun ride. I feel like you're like watching this oh, guy go man. crazy. He's fighting demons. It's a very intimate kind of small budget thing. You can tell that. And they're just God, really you're already, going you're already for like it. Me, making me like it more. They're really just <laughs> you're already making me like they're it just more. really go for it in the film. And like, you know, it's like if you and I made a film and we just like really poured our heart into it, I feel like you can see that in Evil Dead 2. Okay, you know what? Then here's my problem with Evil Dead 2. I, you just made me like half the movie way more. Okay. <laughs> but my problem is the reason that I enjoy the conceit of Evil Dead more is because they were friends mm, in yeah. a cabin. I agree. 
And Evil Dead 2 is his girlfriend dies right away. Yeah. And then the other four people to show up have nothing to do with Ash. Yeah. They they literally throw him in the basement when they first they first introduce him. Mm-hmm. And there's oh, you know what? And the movie was cool because it was basically him like going crazy here in the apartment yeah. in the cabin with all these shits going on, having to cut off his hand and do all this mm-hmm. crazy shit. It was really cool. But then once the four of the people show up, then it's one of those horror movies where they're like just running away from the bad thing. And yeah. It feels so contrived. Yeah, and I'm yeah, just yeah. like, I don't care about these people. Yeah. You know? Uh, whereas if it was just Ash the whole time or these other people died quickly. But they, they were like, oh, now you care about this girl? I'm like, no, I don't give a shit about mm-hmm. her. I have I know nothing about any of these people. Yeah. They're all dumb. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why I didn't like you. But it's too. also interesting, too, because I feel like looking in hindsight we can like judge the movies you know like oh, sure. because they're so cult classics and people appreciate them now but at the time i mean sam raimi was just a, a like a nobody right like evil dead one he was yeah. like in i don't know it was like a slow budget like college film basically yeah evil dead two he wanted to like make it a little better now that he was a little older and had more knowledge so he remade the same movie yeah. uh-huh dark man <laughs> was his first like okay hollywood is giving him a chance it was a it was mild success. success yeah so then yeah. they allowed him to continue making movies. And then Army of Darkness was the first like Hollywood movie that he actually wanted to make. You know, it's all true. That, yeah. that does make me like the Evil Dead movie a little more. I don't know. I just think it, it has the same trappings. But yeah. I, I agree with what you said. You've already made me like it more. Uh, yeah. So thank you for explaining. I also uh, feel like so he's let's... just like a silly, goofy guy. I feel like the vibe I got from watching behind the scene footage was that. Yeah. I don't know. It might be manipulative, but he was. He was very charming well, and likable. about him, right? Everyone had good things to say about him, but he really pushed people. Like he made people like they were in the desert filming Army of Darkness. So it was and they were filming for like all day into night. So it, all day they were yeah. filming in the hot sun. And then at night they were f- filming and it's freezing cold in the desert. So it's just like you have yeah. all these people like running on very little sleep, like sweating through their clothes they couldn't wash sure, sure, a lot sure. of the clothes. So a lot of the extras smelled bad. Apparently, oh, there was a sucks. whole drama with the extras because they got a lot of extras and they were always like off distracting and doing other shit in the film. Um, they caught two of the extras That's having sex on set while they were filming. Just <laughs> a lot of like interesting stories. That is a lot of interesting stories. But I scenes. also mean people have had said good things about Sam Raimi outside of that. Right? That's true. He like seems like that. a good dude. Yeah, it's just crazy to me that you watch Army of Darkness and because of that movie, he got the Spider-Man movie. (laughs) That is weird. I don't understand that connection at all either. Wow. Especially with how it flopped. There is something there. There is something there about like its zaniness. Like Mm -hmm. the zaniness of the movie is what works. It's the only part of the movie that really works. works, I think really well. The zaniness. Yeah. Like I, I love that part of it. And if we can go into, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say also in terms of like talking about people's careers going forward, Bruce Campbell, man, like I, I I say what you want about the film, but he really fucking like goes in. He tries his hardest. He gives his all to the part. And I feel like I, I would have expected him to have like this huge career after this film. And he didn't really. Yeah. I have so little to say about Bruce Campbell in this movie. Because he was perfect. I, mm-hmm. I He's amazing. In this movie, he knows exactly what movie he's in. He knows exactly why he's there. 
And he brings so much charisma and charm and gravitas when he has to. And he's dumb when he has to be, smart when he has to be, action hero when he has to be, spooky when he has to be, horror-wise, yeah. scream queen when mm-hmm. he has to be. It's so good. Yeah. And I felt that in Arm- Evil Dead 2 as well. Like, he yeah. he was not my problem in that movie. He also did a and lot of his own stunts, too, which is oh, impressive. Respect the shit out of that, mm-hmm. yeah. Omeron, you got to clarify what you just asked in the chat. I don't know what you mean. What is that? Do you know what that is? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Jack of all trades. Oh, this. Oh, this TV show. I feel like, I mean, he, look, he's, he's worked in stuff. It's not that he's had a, a zero career, but he hasn't worked in a lot of stuff. That I feel like he, a lot of people watched. He was in burn notice I for mean, a long time. Oh yeah, he did do that. He even produced his own movie called like B movie, right? Or like yeah. B movie action star or some shit. But yeah. He knows too. Yeah. And he did. Oh, Jack of all the, trades. What is this? He was in a thing called man without a brain or something like that. He's done things since then. I'm not saying he's not done anything. But. Yeah. So old man Ram just let us know about Jack, reminded us about Jack of all trades and it's a American spy pirate show. And I'm looking at screenshots and honestly, looks kind of dope. What the hell? It looks is pretty Jack dope. Of- I don't see I, it. I anywhere. just had to Google it. I've never seen it. Jack of all trades TV show put in and I'm looking at the images and I'm like, this is cool. <laughs> It was from 2000. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I've seen this poster before. Scratching an itch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fun. He, I mean, he was also on Xena Warrior Princess for a long time. He was like was a he side. He was a side character. I forgot his name. Oh, sure. But so was Sam Raimi's brother. He was Eolus. Something the the like main that? guy. Joxer something. Oh, he was the guy with the mustache. I recognize him. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. I love All him. Right. Yes, yes, yes. Honestly, I agree with you. Like, I think he's just um, maybe it's bad and good that he got attached to Sam Raimi. Like people thought he could only do this thing. But if you told me that there's a a parallel universe where Bruce Campbell ended up in a Brandon Frazier kind of role in the 90s and Mm 2000s. Oh, yeah. I would totally believe you. That's what I would have expected. Is like Brandon Frazier. You're absolutely right. Zany and kooky, but like can be leading man Mm -hmm. and hot. And hot, yeah, and totally. hot, yeah. So I don't know if Bruce Campbell ever has the six pack that Brandon Fraser does. Brandon Fraser got was fucking Br- fit. Bruce Campbell's pretty jacked in that film. In Army of Darkness, he's pretty jacked. Yeah, that's true. He is. He really is. Fucking wild. Uh, so I, I do want to talk a little bit more about the movie. The movie kind of for me is in three parts. There's the introduction to the shtick of the medieval times. There's the middle when he's on the quest, and it's finally a little bit of a horror movie yeah and then there's the third act which we've already eviscerated and we've talked enough about <laughs> yes, and it sucks and now i understand that it's evil ash and i think it was that makes <laughs> that makes it a little better it really makes it a little better yeah, i had yeah. no idea yeah i was like when are they gonna reveal that this is ash i i <laughs> yeah. i was literally like waiting for it yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay, so obviously well, bruce case, campbell playing it too but it, unless you're looking like for it. it yeah 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 Unless you're looking for like, it, you can oh, miss it. Oh, I thought I was being like next level brain. I was like, oh, they're going to reveal that that's Bruce Campbell and there's some weird <laughs> timey wimey stuff happening. Oh, yeah. I'm like ready for it. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> it never happened. But I do want to talk about the middle part of the. I think the beginning of the movie is fine. We can talk about it if you want. But the middle part when he's on the quest and he's in that cabin and it like really is trying to do some horror stuff, mm-hmm. like really cool. Really yeah. cool shots. Yeah. Like when he's tying down his other version and it's like cutting to black and cutting to the chainsaw, cutting to black and cutting. It's just like quadrilateral. It's made with high quality. 
Yeah, I agree. It's, it's really I, good. I think too. I mean, you got to remember the technology at the time. Like, there's some bad green screen shots in there and stuff like that. Oh, sure. But yeah, I think that I always forgive that. Overall, they did a really good job. They were very creative with the way they filmed it. I feel like there's a lot of good comedic timing as well in that scene. Yeah, and in a lot of the movie too that I just absolutely yeah. loved. He he knows yeah, you what need he's a- doing. Yes, I was about to say the same thing. You need a director that knows what they're doing yeah. to do that, right? Yeah. We watch so many things that are good premises, good beats, good things, but like something about the little things like don't make sense. Yeah. And it's like it's that director vision. It's yeah. the editing and the cinematography all playing together. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it could have been longer for me. Bruce Campbell yeah, all by himself in the cabin is the best part of Evil Dead 2, and it's the best part of Army of Darkness. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so the the oh that moment when his shirt opens up and you see the eye. That was really was like, cool. <laughs> it was really well done. Yeah. It was so cool. And then it started yeah. get growing and I was mm-hmm. like, what's happening? Yeah. And then it got so silly as it was two Bruce Campbell's like connected. But I was like, this is cool. Yeah. yeah. All the way up into them fighting all the way up into the end when he beat him. It, you was, know? it was a great moment. It was a great. A lot of good practical effects. A lot of good shots. It's like really yeah. well filmed. A lot of like camera trickery kind of hide some of the like seams that, you know, of the the shot it's it's really interesting but i'm still just so confused about do you know what the powers and the rules are for the deadites and the necronomicon because in evil that too he it's like throwing him everywhere it's almost like an omnipotent force Uh like in the cabin and like in the space and then sometimes following through yeah yeah, and sometimes it's just literally not that. Sometimes it's possessing him, mm-hmm. and he's able to get it out. How does he get it out? Is it a shock thing? I don't know. And then he cut his hand off, and his hand's possessed. That happens. And then there's little versions of him, and then there's another thing yeah, of yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then and then there's moments when it's just like possessed a random people. I don't know why they or how they possess that <laughs> random people person. And then she, they get shot in the head, and then, and then it's over. And then yeah. there's some people who their head gets cut off. And then in Evil Dead 2, his ex-girlfriend has a whole dance with herself with yeah. her dead bo- her dead head. Yeah. And I'm like, there are no rules. No. I can't make any sense of this. I don't think and there are rules. And that's why the stakes in Army of Darkness for like that second half just don't. There's like, yeah. I know how powerful the Deadites and the demons are. And they just don't use any of their no. power. No, I don't get it. Because in part in Evil Dead 1 and 2, the Deadites are like really scary. Like he chops, really he powerful. has to chop up his girlfriend and then bury her in order in to keep her like from coming back. Like that's yeah. one Deadite. And then in Army of yes. Darkness, you have a whole army of them and they, they're like killing them left and right so easily. And you're just like, and no okay. possession, no omnipotent yeah. like force. And even the, the other deadites we see in the movie, he kills pretty quickly. He just shoots them or like chops them. And that's it. Yeah. The witch that was yes. in there that is possessed randomly. Like, and then he kisses the girl or whatever. And then she like, yeah. or he kills himself. I forgot what happens. But like the girl ends up becoming, uh, uh, st- she stops being a deadite. Uh, Oh yeah, she just she stops. Just turns back to normal. So was that yeah, an option I didn't like the whole that scene. time? That scene was that scene was a little rapey. That was of the time, and I did not like it. That was a, that was a little rapey. Oh, wait, he like scene. grabs her and kisses her, or whatever. And then all the all the skeletons get their own woman to like. Oh, I don't remember rape. that. Oh yeah, basically he's like, "Come here, give me some sugar," and then like she's like topless and it's a little uncomfortable. Oh. But then they start ushering in even more young women that all the skeleton get, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh, I don't like this. This is." <laughs> This 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 section would not exist today. If yeah, that's fair. There was a oh, there was yeah. a scene that they shot where 
they had Bruce Campbell come out to meet the army of darkness uh, with a bunch of kids. <laughs> and he was like, and the, the skeletons were really confused and they like have flowers in their hand. Like they're a peace offering to the uh -huh. skeletons and then the skeletons are confused for like a second, but then decide to start attacking. And then Bruce Campbell runs back inside, but leaves the kids out there. <laughs> So the skeletons could kill them. And Bruce Campbell and was, was like, Sam Raimi, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't really? have this in the film. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. is very funny. It's funny. And there, is a, there is a kind of film that that could exist in. Mm -hmm. But this one is more sincere than that, I think. Yeah. Even as yeah, zany. Yeah. It's weird because it's super zany and goofy, but there is a little bit of sincerity there. Yeah, well. for sure. I, and I think it's because of Bruce Campbell. I think so, too. He can pull off shtick and still be sincere. Mm -hmm. He's very charming. But he is. Now that you mention it, you know what was one of my favorite scenes? What? It's so, it was so I don't know if it was good, but it's when the girl who was Miss Honey and Matilda, it was oh, bothering okay. me so much why I recognize her. And yeah, I was yeah. like, why do I know her? And I was like, from Matilda, as she has a change of heart and she goes and sees Bruce before his quest, sees Ash before his quest. And she's like, oh, uh, and he's like, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then she like slaps him and leaves. And then he like pulls her. In. I was like that whole like sexual tension of like that scene uh-huh i was good i liked it <laughs> you like that what? yeah and, he, and then he says something like come on come here and give me some <laughs> and i was like that should have worked but it worked i was into it i was like cool love interest that's all right good. that's good i my worked, favorite scene is when he's putting on the new hand and they do like ten thousand zooms that is not oh, one of God, <laughs> I love that so much. You keep thinking it's going to end, and then they do another quick zoom, quick zoom, quick zoom, quick zoom. I loved it. Why is he able to make something that doesn't exist now? What? What are you talking about? The hand? That hand? It's yes. magic. It's not the real world. It's fine. They had magicians. I don't think there was magic. What do you mean they had magicians? Then why didn't they have the magician there? Then the wizard should have done something. You, they, Marcus, you literally, Marcus. There's literally a wizard in the castle. There's magic mm -hmm. in this world. Mm -hmm. And at no point did they involve the magician for the magic hand. He went to the blacksmith and like showed him the plans. And the blacksmith was like, mm -hmm, yeah, I can make it. And they made it. Yeah, it's good. It makes sense to me. I don't know what's wrong no! with you, man. Later, you I see Bruce K Ash like fiddling with it to like make it better. And I was like, you fucking turn into the fucking full metal alchemist. Like, how yeah. the fuck did you do this? Like, who? <laughs> it makes sense to me. Were you not uh, watching the zooms? I, I don't know what you're confused about. Honestly, that I didn't like that. I was like, I'm a, I don't need everything to make sense, but I need you to follow some rules of logic. Like some, they disregarded them at every point they ever needed to for any reason. It was annoying. That's fair. Yeah, because some you know, the like, Deadites too. It's like okay, this is just a random cool demon that like Sam Raimi in the behind the scenes at like is just like that's a cool demon included in the movie. That looks cool included in the movie. <laughs> Like, uh, you know, so that's why a lot of shit doesn't make sense. It does add something that a lot of things don't have, though. I will say that mm -hmm. that like kookiness of yeah. like randomness. That is cool. It is of the of the series. It is of the film and some yeah. style. I do like it. Yeah, you yeah. know, like Psycho Gorman was trying to do that. But by trying to do that, it came off as like insincere. This one is just like, all right. You just yeah. have to buy it because it's like either that or you don't watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, not... yeah, that's true. That's true. I feel like Sam Raimi is just like he's a silly guy. I bet that's that's all I got. <laughs> I he's a scamp, right. you know, 
I think you would make a movie similar. You're pretty silly in a similar way. I think. That's fair. I when agree. You make content. <laughs> I agree. If you I would were made a like, movie, if we were making like something this. together, you would pull this cool demon in. And you'd be like, oh, that's so cool. I'd be like, yeah, but Marcus, didn't we establish? And you'd be like, so? And I'd be like, oh, oh okay. You don't think people get, no? Okay. <laughs> I would lose the fight because like your rationale would be like, it's cool. It's cool. Like, Put ah. it in the movie. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> Another scene I really did like is when Ash was a captive and they put him in the pit. Mm-hmm. The fight was fine, but I loved when he got out of the fight and everyone was impressed with him. And for like five minutes, Campbell was just like God to these people. He freed the other people. He came out and he's like, who else wants some? Who else wants some? Who yeah. else wants some? And he yeah, just kept yeah. saying it over and over again. Because you got to remember, this guy's been up for two days fighting <laughs> demons. <laughs> and it, I just bought it so much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was really good. Oh, yeah. And he comes out and he walks right up to Sir Arthur and looks him in the face. He's like, your shoelaces are untied. And the guy's like, that scene is like so well paid, uh, paced because yeah. he pauses. Yeah. He like looks at him and then looks down and get pun- gets punched in the face. Oh, so, so good. good. He comes off like a, such a badass. So like that moment, the moment in the cabin, the moment with the love interest, there's like moments of like brilliance yeah. that are like, if I watched this as a kid, it would hold just as much reverence in my head as like Robin Hood Men in Tights. Like some yeah, of those yeah, funny yeah. bits. Like even if you don't like Robin Hood Men in Tights, that style of comedy, mm-hmm. there are some sections of that film that are just hilarious they're yeah. just beautiful comedic timing like like master classes in art and comedy and there were sections of this movie there was like oh you like you have that yeah but there was just like this watch of like other things that were wrong but you already spoke on like a lot of reasons probably why yeah having to do the rating wrong the th- five edits that had to happen you know budgetary concerns fucking the the that's the the location just being hard to film mm-hmm. in you know yeah so i can honestly probably good that you watched that shit because it's making me give a lot of forgiveness to this movie <laughs> as we're talking about it because i was ready to really shit on it yeah because yeah. there's a lot of shitty parts for of this sure movie. yeah <laughs> yeah but you can but sam raimi still does that right like spider-man and i don't know if he's being passive aggressive or what it is but like spider-man 3 had a lot of like sort of production issues and like they want they were forcing yeah. him to do a lot of stuff he didn't want to do so then he like added a whole spider-man dance sequence and stuff like that and it's do like you think i think he's doing it on that, purpose do you think oh is sam raimi like is he like me he's like a huge <laughs> contrarian so when you tell him to do something he'll do it but he'll do it badly on purpose i think is that what I you're think saying that might be a little bit of it i think some some oh, something shit. is there for real you might be right. Spider-Man 1 and 2 are great. Spider-Man 2 is fucking amazing. Superhero movies ever. Mm-hmm. And then Spider-Man Arguably 3, su- they got more involved. You know, they started telling them what to the- do more. And he was like, fuck you. And then it's a really silly, weird I'm movie. I'm a shitty movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All the things that they wanted to add are the bad parts of the film. Yeah, that's true. They were like, <laughs> they you have wanted to put Venom. Venom. Yeah, I feel I feel like what was it? The producers wanted Venom. He wanted Sandman and the fans wanted the second Green Goblin, right? Like something, something like, like that, that yeah, was the, yeah. the ethos of how the story goes. Yeah. And the second Green Goblin and the Venom were really bad. Stupid. The Sandman fight in the sewer that was that really was good. Pretty great. That was, that really was pretty good. great. And Sandman, Sandman got like still- a f- compelling story arc and everything. Yeah interesting (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, you know what's also wild? This person that made this film from top to bottom, he wrote it, he directed it, he fucking was so involved in it. It's his baby. Just made a Doctor Strange movie. I know. It's interesting. It's fucking to think wild. About. Yeah. The the etymology of his his career, where he ended up, and the fact that he's like back. Yeah. And I like listen. I understand Doctor Strange 2 has its fans and its detractors. I understand it has a B cinema score. I understand that, well, honestly, Thor did worse in the box office. So, But I understand where people don't put it in the pantheon of great Marvel movies. Yeah. I loved Doctor Strange 2. Do I think they did a lot of things wrong? Yes, mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. But like the things it gets right are so yeah. it felt so new and fresh and zany and cool and interesting uh-huh. and like well produced and well directed that it was like all the things that were bad were like I don't, I don't care that they actually only went to three worlds. Yeah. I would have liked 27, sure. but I'll forgive that because what we saw was so fucking cool and scary. Yeah, yeah. and scary. He was a good person. So can to you explain it. to me? Can you fucking explain to me how we get stuff like that? The moments of brilliance in this, uh-huh. all this shit. And then this motherfucker, they drag me to hell. <laughs> you hated that That movie is such so a bad much. movie. Hate- I got to rewatch it again. I got to give it a third watch. A third watch? You made me watch I it on the give podcast. It a third watch. I'll give it a oh third God. watch and I'll decide. I swear to God, I if like you gave it to me next week for the challenge, I would fucking murder you. I would I'll, fucking... I'll give it to you again. I'm not going to do that. Jesus Christ. Too many, honestly, fucking... I, I am surprised you're having such a hard time finding something because right now, horror is having like a moment. Like, there's a lot of good stuff that's come out this the, this month alone, last month. Like, Marcus, I have problem because you watch everything. I haven't watched any of it. I just want. I just. I pitched to you five scary movies that Those have come out all in the last from two like years. three years ago. <laughs> They're all from the last three years. Okay, you're saying the last three years as if it includes the last year. They're all from two or more years ago. <laughs> last night in Soho came out last year. No, hold on. It did not. When did it's that 20, come out? Twenty one. Twenty twenty one. It came out in 2021? 2021. Oh my god. That's that's you, you looked and I'm right. I'm right? looking. That's a year. It's what what year? One month. One month did come out. Come on. That's a year and a half ago, man. That's almost two years. Is it a year and a half ago? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. No. Whatever. We got October Army, Army 22nd, 2021. I, I stand by the fact that it's hard is because you watch a lot of shit. I stand okay. by that. Okay. I stand by. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or you just didn't have more indie like, tastes. Who's got time for that? There's so many indie. That's my problem with horror movies, dude. I can't be a real horror fan because real horror fans watch indie horror movies and most indie horror movies suck. Mm-hmm. To find the I good will ones, give you that. Yes. <laughs> you need to like uh, fucking slog through troves of bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then by the time one is good, or great everybody knows you've heard about it you've seen it yeah it's true honestly i would have never saw barbarian if you didn't give it to me yeah that's the thing it's hard to find that you like see it's a movie, hard to market it a movie interesting like that. a lot of the good ones are hard to market because you want to keep the twist secret and stuff yeah and then the ones that are really marketed like smiles all over the fucking yeah, place that's true that's not gonna be good that's not now, gonna be a great movie. I, I feel like it's fun it's better than people are expecting but i don't think it's good you know what i mean you think so? Uh, everyone everyone's saying it's better than they expected and that's really the mm. best i think they're saying about it they're not like wow what a great movie they're saying it's better than they thought it was going to be here you know what i think that the reason i am so disengaged from the horror space is because so many of the newer ones every year say there's 50 horror movies that come out to the theaters mm-hmm. 27 of them are fucking conjuring movies yeah some spinoffs yeah. That i don't give a shit about yeah you know what i mean but this year is a little different which is why i'm i'm kind of more excited about this year 
going to happen. Well, you have a challenge next week, and you'll be able to give I'll, me I, uh, that, I'm the having best a, one. My problem is that I'm having a hard time with it because I gave you Barbarian, and all these other ones are good, but I don't think they're as good a Barbarian as Barbarian. That's what I'm saying. I hope Don't Worry, Dar- don't worry Darling is good. I just that watched 13 Ghosts. I mean, we'll we'll end the podcast, and we'll end it a little early, but I just rewatched 13 Ghosts Whatever. again. Great I, film. I love that movie. Fantastic film. Great film. Great film. Don't look it up. What do you think the Rotten Tomato score is? 32. 17. Ooh, I wasn't that far. I knew it was low. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. I would have given it like a 30 to 50%, you know? But yeah. 17% is oh, hilarious. Does that even have, does it have a cult following? Do, like, do people love no. that film like we do? <laughs> no. Um, I think fans we, maybe gave it like 50% on Rotten Tomatoes yeah. or something. It's because we were 11. Yeah, I loved it. And it had boobies in it. I love this great movie. Yeah. Well, 13 Ghosts is very of the time. I mean, it's got uh, fucking Shaggy in there. Of the it's time. It's got fucking. It's, it is oh, so. The music the is like hard to listen to. Shannon Elizabeth is in it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The shots were like frantic and like wild and experimental, yeah. which was like common for the time. And even funnier is the mom from that movie. Is love interest in Army of Darkness. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's weird. Weird connection. But, but yeah, I'm looking at it right now on Rotten Tomatoes and, uh, you know, at the era of I know what you did last summer and mm-hmm. fucking Scream. And it was just, you know. Yeah. Oh, Darren just said the set was the most absurd thing I'd ever seen. That's why I love that movie. Yeah. Like that movie had lore. Like yeah. that house made no sense. But the fact that it, like it existed in the, the moving fucking mm-hmm. doors and glass, it was cool. That's I true. thought it was really awesome. But Marcus. Army of Darkness. Is there anything else you'd like to say about it? Any other fun facts you remember from the movie you'd like to uh, leave I think me I dropped most of them. A lot of the actors were Shakespearean actors who were like That's funny. That makes sense. So it was kind of funny because Bruce Campbell's like, I I'm sorry. <laughs> They're like Ruby. good improving the time, but he's just being the silly, like out of time character. And everyone took it very seriously, which was kind of nice and I felt like worked for the film. Yeah. Also, the produce the the lead woman in the film. They had a hard time. They wanted her. They knew they wanted her, but the producer yeah. was getting in there, and he was like, "There was another actress who was like had oh. big boobs and all this stuff." And he was like, "I want her for the film. You're gonna put her in the movie." And they were like, "And they had to really fight. They had to really fight to get the actress that ended up in the movie in the movie because they're like she's I a love good actress we great. want her in the yeah. movie yeah we want the good actress yeah that's funny i also like how bruce campbell is like oh shucks i'm just here how you're trying when he's like the best part of the film he's putting these yeah. shakespearean actors like yeah. to shame mm-hmm. you know which is so funny to me yeah which is fantastic i love that oh gosh you just made me think of something else i wanted to say about the film but i lost it so never mind okay well that's the episode which is great i love it I'm contemplating because I want to find it because we're about to leave and I want to know what I wanted to say. We're about to leave on a journey. Is there anything else you want to say? To home. No, I want. Here's what I have to say about Army of Darkness to give Nick more time. I will take my time saying this thing. I want more content Evil Dead related. I know the show got canceled and we just got a video game. But I wouldn't mind a story video game that continues from Army of Darkness, maybe with the original ending, maybe the video game. You are in the future fighting robots or fighting deadites with robots. Who knows? 
I think it's fun. I know it, this story has continued in comic book form in several varieties of comic book, but yeah, I'd like I like more of it. Give me more. Well, you're going to get what you want because a new Evil Dead film entitled Evil Dead Rise, written and directed by Lee Cronin and starring Alyssa Sutherland, Lily Sullivan and more, is set to release theatrically in op- April 21st, 2023. I don't trust it. That sounds like some kind of remake reboot thing. Uh, let's see. Film follows two sisters trying to survive and save their family from demonic, demonic creatures known as deadites. The film development was preceded by scrap plans for sequels to Evil Dead and Army of Darkness. In October 2019, Raimi announced that a new film was in development. Okay. Robert Tapper producing, while Raimi and Bruce Campbell are executive producing. Uh, hmm. And it seems like in the fifth Evil Dead film, a road wary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister, blah, blah, blah. The sister is cut short by the discovery of mystery. It just sounds like a, the book's there again, and shit happens. Hmm. Fifth Evil Dead film? Oh, because the reboot one. Yes. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Interesting. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll probably check it out. I don't trust it. Watch it. I never watched the I liked, reboot of Evil Dead. Oh, I liked it. It was just, it wasn't funny. It was just a straight horror movie. Yeah. It was okay. It was okay. It was about as good as you can get. Yeah. It had Zoe from Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist in here. She's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. She's a good scream queen. We liked her in Don't Breathe. Hot take. They should remake uh, Army of Darkness. Did you know there's an Army of Darkness uh, role-playing game? That it makes sense. Yeah. All right, Marcus. We're 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 we need to end. <laughs> we are, we're spiraling here. Uh, Army of Darkness. Marcus, did you like the film? I did like the film. Army of Darkness. Did oh, you like the film? I did like the film, and I would like to thank our patron who suggested it, Ben. Thanks ben. for giving us Army of Darkness. And so sorry we didn't say your name at the beginning. It sounds like you'll just have to keep being a patron and win again. So we'll remember mm-hmm. to say your name at the beginning yeah. like we're supposed to. Yeah. He's my bad. He's spoiled to Darren what he wants us to try next. What he's going to keep trying to get us to try. And I'm not going to tell you, but it's okay. four hours long. And I will tell you that. <laughs> I mean, fucking A League of Their Own was fucking long <laughs> that's true that's true 10 hours yeah marcus uh, would you recommend this film i would uh definitely recommend Ar- army of darkness i think that it is a fun watch and i think it's something you can watch with kids mm. kids of a certain age mature a mature 10 i would say kids of a certain type okay because i i just taught a five-year-old and on chess.com for, for Halloween, they came out with some zombies you can play chess against mm-hmm. that are zombies of like famous chess players. Mm-hmm. And he got scared as we were playing that they were going to come out of the. Oh, uh, I, I, I man. But that's a city. So like, mm, that's a city for kid. You. Kids that's, of a specific disposition. Thank you, Darren. That's a city that's exactly kid. City right. kids are. Your kids are weak. Your children will be fine. To yeah, watch this yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I mean, hey, also, shout out to speaking of kids in horror. Chucky's back, baby. We did an episode of Chucky. Go check out the episode of Chucky and then go watch Chucky. I don't want it to get canceled. Uh, Wait, Darren's calling you on saying your kids are going to end up being wimps. They're not going to be cats. wimps. Oh, is that thing where you want your kids to be a certain way? So they're going to yeah. be the opposite. Yeah, that's what she's saying. But Lexi no. says the same thing about me about nerdy stuff. I was like, no, my kid will like comic books and play Yu-Gi-Oh with me. I don't yeah. know what you're talking I don't about. understand. I don't know what I... your kids are going to do. Yeah. <laughs> my kids are going to play Yu-Gi-Oh with me. <laughs> yeah. My All kid right. doesn't it's watch horror Yu-Gi-Oh movies time. and Beyblade. Then like, what are what are we doing here? What's the point? Why did I make What's you? What's the trade? <laughs> What's the trade? Uh, I don't know if I'd recommend this movie. It is so niche. It is so 
specific. Oh, that's so interesting. Only around dropping facts. There was an episode of Radio Lab recently about how quicksand is not much of a thing anymore, and kids aren't scared of it. I was scared of quicksand. I was of terrified like, of quicksand. It was in everything. Hanna Barbera cartoons yeah. and shit, right? Yeah. I guess they're huh. How oh, interesting. Uh, I don't think I would recommend it. it. It's so niche. It's so specific. You know, it. The person who would like this movie has already seen it. Like, I'm not gonna tell my mom to watch Army of Darkness. That's I'm not gonna true. tell Lexi's mom to watch Army of Darkness. You know, there there's a rare occasion like someone like Joseph, who if he hadn't seen it, I would recommend it. Yeah, but it's very low. Uh, Marcus, would you watch a sequel? Definitely. I I feel Same. like if Sam Raimi got involved and made a sequel, then I'm definitely watching it. Evil Dead Rise. I don't know. I'll probably check it out, but you will. Unless they're involved, like I don't it. know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It needs I to be agree silly. With you. I would honestly. I really think I'm going to start Ash versus Evil Dead a third time and really try to finish it this time. Same. Because I, Bruce Campbell is pitch perfect. He's yeah. so good. He's so good at this. He yeah. was so good at that. He's so good in that show. Mm-hmm. And so the supporting cast is great, too. Don't get yeah. me wrong. The effects are amazing. Like guys, if you have watched Army of Darkness and you've not seen Ash versus Evil Dead, you need to check that show out because it's a it's a beautifully made show. The only thing wrong with it was that it was on stars. Yep. That is the only problem with this show. And that made our like interest go like this because yeah. we never knew how to watch it. Mm-hmm. You know. All right. Well, Marcus, that is the podcast. That's our questions. Next week, we are doing Completely Blind. Don't worry, darling. I'm very interested. And don't worry. I have an idea for my last challenge of the month, and it'll be something I have seen. Okay, that you cool. Haven't, so okay, I'm not cheating completely. Okay, uh, good, but good. also, I let's just drop this info right here, guys. You might be wanting to, because all the 15 people who are still listening, you might be wondering, guys. For the past two years, you've done Halloween movies, and there's a third one coming out. What what's gonna happen? It doesn't sound like that's on your schedule, but fear not, loyal fans. We are indeed going to do Halloween ends, complete the trilogy here on the podcast. And let's be real. If they keep coming out with more, we'll keep doing more, Mm -hmm. uh, which they probably will. But it will be a special extra episode of the podcast. That's right. Spooky Boys Month is going to get an extra. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Spooky Boys Month. Um, uh, (laughs) Evil, eerie, endostopic month of October will have an extra episode this month because we're so excited about it that we wanted to devote a whole extra time period and time slot to Halloween ends. And we believe we have a little surprise for that episode, but we reveal that later. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That's the goal to have that surprise happen. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, but we're very excited. Uh, gotta have for faith, it. the faith, the faith. Uh, but next week we are here the same bat time same bat channel marcus is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we end up out here because i feel like one of the reasons we're ending is because we were on tangents about other things we wanted to talk about no that's good i think they all kind of died and wrapping up Uh, yeah we're wrapping up we're good okay i'm all guys Thank you so much for tuning in. That's right. Twitch.tv slash now try this cast. We're live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can obviously check us out on all socials at now try this cast and leave us reviews. That's really swell. But the real way to help us out, the real way to keep the show alive, the real way to help Marcus and I fund to keep doing this thing that we love so much doing is to going to patreon.com slash now try this cast. Description is in the info below. Please go ahead and become a patron, even if it's just a dollar to join the community to see what it's 
it's like to see what voting's like to see the thrill of doing deciding what we are watching you have a stake in our lives we do, we have full-time jobs we devote extra time to these challenges yeah. we had no intention in our whole lives to revisit army of darkness and spend an hour and a half talking about it but you guys demanded it with your votes and we would love for that to continue at patreon.com slash now try this cast hell yeah it helps us keep the podcast going and we like the podcast and hopefully you do too uh guys thank you so much for joining us we appreciate you you guys rock you're the best fan base i've ever seen so if you're here with us joining us or you listen to the episode remember to go out there and try something bye good night Nailed it. Woo. Nice. Perfect episode. It was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It was good.